It's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. And now, Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. What it do? It is the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. I am Ty King, your host, the uh, founder and CEO and janitor of the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. I do all things. So uh, I am here. Uh, happy day to everybody. Um Remember, you can go find me on on Instagram, win, lose, or tie on Instagram, um, and email me anytime you want uh, the week, um, win, lose, or tie podcast at gmail.com. That's T-Y-E. And we are a proud member of Let Me Know Productions, the LMK boys. That's my boys right there. Uh, that is uh, Having Said That with Landry Griffith. Check out his podcast. That's Having Said That with Landry Griffith. It is uh, genuinely funny every time I listen to it for different reasons every time. So sometimes I'm laughing with Landry. Sometimes I'm laughing at Landry, but either way I'm laughing and that's a good thing. So Landry, you're doing a great job over there, my boy. And, uh, over to the pick four podcast, Mr. Mark Youngblood. I happened had to, uh, the, what do you call it? The honor of being on his this last week. We did comfort foods and, uh, cause over at his podcast, you know, you pick, he, he picks a topic and you pick your four favorite or four best of that topic. And comfort foods was the uh, topic, uh, this week's episode, pick four podcast. It was pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. And Mindy, um, his significant other uh, was there and she chimed in with hers and she said, sweet tea was one of her comfort foods. And so now we're no longer friends. So, um, <laughs> so that is the, that was pretty fun over there. Go take it, take a listen over there at pick four podcast with my boy, Mark Young, but he also has a sidekick sidekick a sister project called hate pod which i love it's an interactive because actually you send in what you just what bugs you or what you hate and uh he'll put it on the hate pod so that's pretty cool too um last week i had mr j king on for father's day that's my brother what a good time we had we told some great stories about dad there's some things we left out we afterwards we were like ah we should have told this that um, but it, it's weird because I was always told how much we sound alike and I never really thought about it. I never really noticed it until I listened last week. I listened to my own podcast and I was like, oh, wow, that is, we do sound alike. That that's pretty eerie, but, um, um, but it was a lot of fun. We talked about, uh, our dad, uh, Jerry Ray King. We talked about him being a father and, um, it was pretty fun, and he did a great job on tied down, all tied down. He actually won, so uh, that's that's awesome. Today, what are we going to do? Uh, today is like a freestyle. It's a solo edition, kind of, kind of. So I'm going to answer all your email questions, and I got a ton of questions in this week. So I'm going to try to get to them all. Um, I would, I'm going to get to the ones that were emailed in first because that's the that's the way I like it to because I get more organized if I can get them emailed in to win loser tie podcast at gmail.com but if you um happen to text them in or facebook them that's fine too um i can get to them that way too so no worries but today i have a, a like a uh, he will be like my andy richter to conan o'brien he's my ed mcmahon to johnny carson he'll be my um uh, my my kevin eubanks to jay leno my guillermo to jimmy kimmel my quest love to jimmy fallon my Paul Schaefer to David Letterman, my Robin Quivers to Howard Stern, Mr. Jamie Berryhill is just going to jump in today, and he's just going to chime in, be a little guest host. Hopefully, uh, give me a chance to, uh, you know, 
gather my thoughts and he's going to say something probably uncouth and probably uh, pretty funny and that's the way i'm gonna love about it. jamie welcome in babe thank you yeah uh, i think i need to say out of that list of people that you just said <laughs> i would prefer to be robin quivers because i think she's the most talented like broadcasting and mm-hmm. broadcasting, but mm-hmm. I'm more like Paul Schaefer, number one, because I'm bald. But I mean, I, I'm not that good of a piano player, yeah. but I look more like him than you any look of them. more like him. Okay, well, I would take either one of those. I'd be yeah. glad with. I'd be happy with if you could come close to to Robin or to uh, to Paul Schaefer. But um, I'd really prefer you to be like Guillermo. That would be my favorite if you could be like him. But that's okay. But uh, okay, so he's just going to be riding along. He's going to be in the co-pilot seat tonight, and um, we're going to see how that goes. And it's going to be. I really think it's going to be pretty good. So. Okay, email questions. Let me get the emails. Right, let's just kick. Let's just get right into it. You know what I'm saying? Let me see what I wrote down. If I missed anything, uh, no. All right, the email questions. Let's do this. Let me turn my phone down. How many do you have? Like a hundred? Well, or? it's funny because some people uh, they send in like several questions, mm-hmm. and that's hard because when it's uh, I want to answer all their questions, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, if I answered every question that was sent in, this would be a five hour podcast. Oh, I really, but and because coupled with uh how long when did i can be so mm-hmm. i see him on facebook people ask some good questions and also some dumb ones yeah. get closer to that microphone don't, don't oh yeah, sorry yeah <laughs> they ask some dumb ones yeah that's true but i like them all it doesn't really matter i, I want to lead off with this one it wasn't a question but i got this earlier this week crazy my first emailed question from somebody i don't know wow yeah and it was that's a impressive. girl so I hope she's yeah. Check this out. I'm going to read this. this. This is the kind of this is. Hey man, we're getting we're getting good in the world right now. She says hi, Ty. My name is Alexis. I live in Naperville, Illinois. I heard your podcast in my Uber a couple of weeks ago, and I was laughing so hard. I asked the Uber driver what was I listening to, and he and that's how I found your podcast. Just wanted to say I look forward to win, lose, or tie every Friday. Sorry for the random email, Alexis in Naperville. Well, Alexis. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, I, you know what? I just picture what you look like right now, and you are so hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually impressive. Yeah, that's pretty good. Naperville. Oh, yeah. That's hey, that's go our, Cubbies. Yeah, that's outside of Chicago. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, yeah. if you're a Cubs fan, well, this is, we got a problem. But I'm not even talking about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But no, that's fine. Uh, but, but pretty cool right there. I was like, okay, man. How about that? I don't, like, who was the that Uber driver? Cool. <laughs> That's some organic growth right there. That's <laughs> you, dude, building so a listener base. Yeah, it's so funny, man. Because I was like, whoa, I got this e- email. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, okay. I mean, you did kind of put me on a, it kind of, I was walking on the air for a little bit for a little while. So Alexis, thank you for that. Also, last week, man, I got a few messages after Jay's, like Zyler Buchanan, my nephew, he was he sent me the greatest message. He was like, dude, it's my new Friday morning tradition, routine. He's like, get up Friday and I, and I listen to your podcast. And that, that mean, that, that kind of stuff means a lot to me. Like Ty Parsons is the same thing. And uh, Chris Miller is like, dude, you're my new workout partner every Friday, you know, because he gets there and wait. Listen, I mean, I don't know how, trust me, Chris, I'm not working out with you, but um, I don't know if I'm pumping you up to... To uh, you know, it has to become. get them gains though. But uh, I do I appreciate that. Don't people you know like you as a musician? You know, and people you know, you play, and then somebody just really likes your stuff. You know, and that, that you yeah. don't really know. Yeah. So anyway, I do the same thing. I listen. Close to the microphone every Friday. If you don't get close to the microphone, we ain't gonna hear you, dog. So, right. <laughs> so how's this? You, yeah, I know you listen every Friday. I got yeah, I know there's. And the numbers are going up, guys, and I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody listening. Share it. Tell somebody about it. Um, and and uh, just, you know, 
even if they're not into podcasts, I've gotten a lot of people that say, man, I don't really listen to podcasts, but I'll listen to you. And I think podcasts are pretty cool because it's just a, it's a pretty cool medium that anybody can do really. So, um, all right, let's start with the questions. How about that? You want to? Sure. Okay. Fire away. All right. Let me see. First one I got, I think was my first one I got. It was, um, uh, it was from Heather Branch, which we went to school with. Mm-hmm. Heather Sweat Branch, she went to school with. She lives down in Midland right now, and and she says she loves a podcast, and she loves LMK Productions. She actually said, I loved your episode with Jamie Berryhill, and I loved your ep- your Enjoy Your Father's Day episode. I won't read you all the rest of it, but um, let's see. She says, what is your most irrational fear? Now, oh, God. L- no, let me say this. I was out with a good friend of mine, Matt Bowley and Taylor Thomas last weekend, and they, and then Taylor was like, I want you to do an episode on phobias. And even though that's not really my thing to have like a topic uh, to do, but you know, that is a good idea. And I was, we were talking about it and she was telling me some of her fears, but it's so weird. I have it one and it's irrational. It's very irrational. And um, it is a silence. I can't stand silence, man. It, it will, you know, if I can hear traffic or if, like when I sleep at night, the radio is on or the TV is on. I have to have something playing because right. if it's dead silent, because I'm telling you what's the scariest thing is just me and myself and my thoughts. That's, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, but it's for real, man. I'm terrible at that. So I have a, like a man. And I know like the, really the only silence I have during my day I, really is between the time I get up in my, from my bed and I walk to the shower. So that's about five seconds. And I turn on the radio, my speaker, in my shower. As soon as like, you know what I mean. So it's, uh, I'd say that's pretty irrational. Yeah, it is <laughs> irrational. What I mean, it doesn't make any sense, and I don't know. I don't know what I'm afraid of, but it just, man, it it bothers me. So silence. You got anything you're afraid of? Oh yeah, I've got more than one irrational fear. I, have, <laughs> Give me one. I don't know. I have, and these happen to me like later in life, but I've developed. A, it's not. I don't think. A fear of heights is irrational, but I'm definitely afraid of heights. And yeah. I'm also, I had an MRI like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and I freaked out. I've oh, never freaked out on an MRI machine, but yeah. I, I have really broad shoulders, and yeah. they were touching the side, and it got hot in there, yeah. and I was almost done, and I started freaking out. Yeah. I've never done that before, and now anytime anybody mentions an MRI, I'm like, oh gosh, yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it. Sedate me, whatever. I think I don't have to worry about an MRI. Is, is silence because <laughs> some bitch is so loud. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I could get. I get that though. Those aren't too irrational. But well, you know, I mean, I mean I was, if you're in a, cl- in a closed space like that, you know, you can start yeah. freaking out. If you remember me uh, in the first episode. Blake and I talking about when Zach folded me up in the fold-out couch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm claustrophobic, but man, when I was folded up in that couch, it only took a couple minutes for me to start freaking out. I've heard the unedited version of that story. (laughs) (laughs) Heather also wants to know, do you believe in fate or destiny? Now, I don't want to get too deep on this, but um, it depends on what day it is. (laughs) So, uh, I'm like, oh, that was meant to happen. Like, this is, is, you know, this was already planned but then most of the time i'm like well it's it's a coincidence i believe in just it's just random coincidences that happen i don't believe i don't i don't i think you create your own fate kind of deal i think that's me yeah. heather what's up with all the deep <laughs> questions man <laughs> but i like them man. So, uh, you know, yeah, they're pretty thought-provoking <laughs> yeah, I like but, them. oh my um, gosh i don't i don't oh, like says, to think about number stuff like three that. is what's the biggest risk you've ever taken oh my gosh 
You know what? And it's funny is I haven't read the questions. I read the one on Facebook, the one on Facebook, but because I read the comments, but uh, I haven't read these yet. And mm-hmm. what is the biggest risk I've ever taken? Probably having you as my sidekick right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to pay off or fail miserably. My money's on fail miserably. <laughs> so, no, uh, I don't. Man, that's hard to say. I don't know if I had one that sticks out in my mind. Like, you know, I took a big risk whenever I was living in Phoenix, uh, working for Bahama Bucks uh, Franchise Corp, and I took the job as a pharmaceutical rep in Biloxi, Mississippi. And I moved there, didn't know anybody there just randomly happened to get that job and that was a big risk for me to to move but you know what i was so i was so thankful to do that because you know i hear everybody sometimes like man i just needed to move i need to move or get out of lubbock at least a little bit Mm -hmm. and of course i was already in phoenix but to go there not know i didn't know anybody and i wasn't mature enough to handle that really at the time but uh (laughs) which i was already like 25 or whatever but uh i still wasn't 24 maybe i was still wasn't mature enough really to handle it but it was a risk a big time risk and Absolutely. i don't think it necessarily paid off but it was not it was a risk just moving all the way across to to across all the way from phoenix i mean what is that you go arizona new mexico texas louisiana to the mississippi so across all those states and i've never even been to biloxi never even been to gulfport really is where i live but but you know what's kind of funny is i was running into scott cody and scott cody and i were Buds from high, from junior high and high school mm-hmm. that he played, and he was a sportscaster up in Hattiesburg, so we got to hang out, hang out some. Uh, isn't he the one that posted the question <laughs> yeah, about the Evans, also something dis- about Evans yeah, junior he's, high? He dislocated yeah. my shoulder in the ninth grade. He's the one that dislocated <laughs> my shoulder. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah, thanks a lot, Scott. Uh, so, okay, she says also, best and worst pickup line you've ever used or heard. Oh, God. Well, I don't know if I've ever had a best one. Like, the one time where I knew I was going to be on TV and I told the girl, like, because it was the 1 a.m. rebroadcast and I was on Channel 11 and I was like, hey, I told, I told the bartender to change the station. And I said, hey, you want to know something cool? She's like, well, I go watch this right here because I knew it right when I was coming up. She turned and she looked. She's like, okay, what am I looking at? And I was like, keep looking. And that was me anchoring, you know, and she's like, oh my God, is that you? And I was like, yeah, boy, that's me. <laughs> and it worked, actually, you know, we kind of. Nice. Yeah. But so. You know, I'm not a, I'm not one of those cheesy pickup line guys, you know. But I know that's but really not a good idea. I yeah. mean, if I had to throw a line out there, it'd take me a minute to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, I don't. Guys don't yeah. really, or men don't think about stuff like that. Yeah. Little kids think about stuff like that. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. You know, but with me, it's a whole with a whole confidence thing because I remember back, you know, in your single days and my single days, which are still um, continuing, but. You know, it was a, uh, you were more, you would walk up to any girl and just be like, you know, you could, you, you were uh, fearless. And I am so intimidated. I mean, I am, man. I am so intimidated. And I talk to girls. So, you know, it's just, it's hard for me to do, man. It really is hard for me to just to walk up to a girl and be like, hey, what's going on? How are you? What's your name? You know, that's the, if I didn't know you and you said that to me, mm-hmm. like, just knowing, about you know the podcast and that you being on TV and stuff like that. Right. You are a talker. You, you, you're you're a communicator, and I would find oh. that so hard to believe if you actually if I didn't know you, mm-hmm. but I do know you, and yeah. I know that's the it truth. Is. And a, I that's weird. It's just beyond beyond me as <laughs> to know, why man, because feel, yeah. you're smoother I, than oh man, I'm I'm not really. Baby? 
<laughs> so let's see. That's, you know, and this next question that she says, it's her last question, but, um, and thank you, Heather, by the way. Uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? Now, uh, is this the three words you can tell your younger self or just like in what general? Ad- yeah, just what advice? <laughs> What advice would I give to my younger self? Um, hmm, I don't know how much, how young are we talking? Uh, if I was like in, I think she means like high school, like college. a high school kid. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I would, I would uh, definitely tell my high school self, like, hey man, you need to be nicer to everybody. And I wasn't in, intentionally mean to anybody, but I think sometimes I was just so caught up in myself. A little bit, and I think a lot of high school kids get that way. But I would really like to be, you know, just more. I mean, I've always been friendly to everybody, but I would just like to have taken time to, you know, get to know more people and not be so caught up in me. You know, that's, right. that's what I would. I would think that would because I've gotten that way as I've gotten older. But I wish I would have been that way when I was younger. So if I'd have started earlier on that, that would I would I would like that character trait, but. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. It is. That's the and also like weird thing about it. I mean, yeah. you, you think about stuff like that whenever you're older. Young people yeah. don't think about stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's I would, just a, yeah, and I would uh, like also like try to tell myself um, um, that one weird night in college that you know that girl said, "Never mind, I'm not gonna say." <laughs> Thought you were gonna tell the, the no. SoCo story. No, 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 that, that, no, that one's funny too. But yeah, I would tell myself, you know, younger self, never drink Southern Comfort. I would say that. Wouldn't you say that to me? Yeah. <laughs> we have a terrible story with Southern Comfort. Oh. oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Those are great questions. Yeah, they are great questions. Thank you, Heather. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Um, all right, next one. Oh, Jeremy Daniel says, uh, "What's your best young blood story, Mister Mark Youngblood?" You know what? And I've told a lot of them already, but. Um, man, it was so funny that he and I and my other friend in high school, Jamie McCain, we had a, we really thought we were gangsters. Like, I don't mean, <laughs> and I'm not talking in the sense of like, uh, John Gotti gangsters. I'm talking like, um, bloods and crips gangsters. You know what I'm saying? And we had water gun fights in the hall, man. And we had water guns stashed all over the school, Jamie and I versus Mark. And he had them too, man. And he, dude, and he would, cause I was always on guard, like walking down the hall between classes, because mm-hmm. dude, he could get you. And like, it wasn't the fact that you got wet; it was the fact that you got got. You know, and, and it's like, dude, he shut, he wet me up, homie. He wet, <laughs> wet me up. Yeah, you know, and uh, and it, it was just, uh, I used to love that man. He was so cool. Like, you just never thought that he would be that way. But that fool driving that big ass green Oldsmobile <laughs> it oh, was the Mark. biggest car you've ever seen. So, I love those, man. That's um. And and the best one is that whenever we played JV baseball together, uh, he told me he was going to hit a home run. He told me, he go, uh, either I told him, no, he told me, he goes, we're on deck. He's on, we changed pitchers, and we're out swinging the bat. He's about to bat, and uh, I'm on deck. And he goes, I'm about to hit a home run here. And it was in Leveland or something, I think. Dude, and I'll be damned if he did. <laughs> he did hit a home run over the fence. I'm like, shit, dude. Called your so, shot. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, which, uh, let's see. What's your oddest, oddest sports journalism experience you had? Ooh, boy. I know what you're going to say. I don't know about the odd, most oddest. odd, but. Let's see. Uh, wow, that's tough. I know one time, one of the funniest ones was that uh, Emily Jones and I went up to um, 
Stillwater, Oklahoma to cover tech football to play Oklahoma State. And <laughs> and I was still new and so I wasn't very good at like shooting her stand ups, you know, and for to, to send back to the station and so we had to redo them a couple of times. And uh she but we had we took so long that we got locked into uh, what's the stadium called there? Uh T Boom Pigan. Yeah, uh, Stadium, yeah. We got uh we got locked in and we couldn't get out. And there was no way for us to get out. So <laughs> Oh, poor guy. You got locked into a football stadium with Emily Jones. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> trust me, man. Emily wasn't very happy. And then, so she was like, I think we can climb this fence that had the barbed wire on top of it. So that's what we had to do. So she kind of, oh so, so she started climbing it. And she's like, and then we're going to hand the camera and stuff over. Then I was going to climb it. So she started climbing it. And I'm not kidding you, dude. She got stuck at the very top of the barbed wire fence. And she was like, what the? F-? She was, she was, she was mad. And then she looked over at me and I'm videoing her with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then I realized man. that was the wrong thing because she got even. Uh, it, it didn't help the situation at all, and I immediately had to erase that tape. But that was probably the worst thing you could have done in that situation. <laughs> no, dude, it was so funny, man. Because I just thought the whole situation was funny. But uh, that was good, man. I'll tell you right now, uh, Greg Miller and I had some fun times in that office, and um, I don't know. I don't. What's the oddest? I don't know what the oddest was, but. I'll tell you what's odd was uh, covering like Lubbock Lone Star football. The they were at the indoor football oh, yeah. league, dude, and it was so shoddy and like just <laughs> that league was like one step away from crumbling every time <laughs> we went to cover it. I mean, not just Lubbock, but the whole league. It was mm-hmm. like sometimes it was like, uh, yeah, they're having a game up in Amarillo or something and it was like uh, oh but the lights don't work very well in that so they're gonna have to it's like what is going on you know I don't know that was a pretty weird wasn't experience wasn't that indoor football yeah yeah it was right. indoor football but um, the only thing I remember about that and I'm just pulling this name out of my hat but yeah I remember one guy Anton Page yeah. the guy that played at Tech he played yeah. on that team yeah he did I did a whole story on one play he made it was a crazy like catch he made and mm-hmm. touchdown and I and I did I did a whole story for the for the sports that week on that one play, which was I was pretty proud of it that I could make a whole story out of one play <laughs> out of from indoor football league from Lubbock Longstein. It was like, dude, but because it was Anton Page, because he was pretty uh, he was pretty yeah. uh, creative. Also, let's see, um, not everybody loves sports um, that listens. So, okay, man, Jeremy, this is a great question, Jeremy Daniel. Which story do you desperately want to tell, but have not had the chance to yet and you know what that story is i'm going to tell it someday but i can't yet and so it's a story that, that that's about my dad but uh <laughs> it just has to it doesn't just have to wait and it's probably my number one trump story my number one like ace in the hall story it's one of your best stories yeah it really is you tell but, it so well though <laughs> no, i mean I, it, obviously it's because you lit you know you lived it yeah and i couldn't intimidate my uh, intimidate yeah. in it uh imitate my dad pretty good so uh yeah and i just i've told myself i will not tell that story uh until a certain time so you're the only one that can tell it i know that's true so uh but yeah jeremy that's right there's one yep and i won't tell it today so there's jeremy all right jeremy i know oh looky here we got uh my girl jessica miller out of um stevenville she's married to chris miller God bless her heart, man. I don't know how she even does it. But they have the two cutest kids. I'm not going to lie, man. Uh, they are, they're crazy. Um, but Jessica, she wants to know, Al Green is to me as Lionel Richie is to you. Okay? 
Al Green and Lionel Richie are contestants on The Voice. Only one gets a four chair turn. Who? Oh, Jessica. That's easy. For oh, it's me. Lionel Richie. You know? Yeah, I feel come out. But Al Green had some of the great, like these great songs uh, in like the '60s and '70s. Which and he, Al Green's. Don't get me wrong, but Lionel Richie could come out. You could start with "Hello." And everybody would turn around, right? Yeah. Hello, it's, it's me. me. All right, all the chairs before. are done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Over. So, you're, you're good. He, he could sing one word. Lionel Richie could sing one word. <laughs> and it just to be like, hello. And you know how he does it, too. His, his uh, jaw comes up. Hello. <laughs> no, and, and they would all turn. And he could be like, low, low cut, uh, uh, low, like, cut towards the head, his hair, Lionel. Or it could be full Jerry Curl, Lionel. Mm-hmm. Any Lionel you want, brother, he could do it. And he could also just be like, um, uh, he could also be like, that's why I'm easy. Amazing. <laughs> All chairs turning around. All chairs turning around. Yeah. Yeah. No um, question you know, about it. He could, he could do dancing on the ceiling, you know? All chairs mm-hmm. turning around, you know? All night long. Four chairs, you know? Yeah. That's there, it. There's no way you're not turning around when Lionel Richie's singing. I don't really watch a lot of American Idol anymore. Let me just say this. Well, that's the voice, but he doesn't. See, what's weird is he's yeah, on even the he judges turns, on American Idol. Yeah, now. but yeah. I'm just saying, like, he's one of the most, like, uh, he's not a not rude to people yeah. like if something if somebody needs work or whatever you know he, he just builds them up yeah. and tells them hey yeah. you know you got got this and this going for you he points out yeah uh good stuff he does just, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just a good and, guy and I yeah he is a good i love guy. lionel and richie what the hell dude he looks i mean how many surgery i don't know how what he's done to his face because he actually looks really good and i think he's mm. i mean I, I think he's genetics. 97 years old. He's <laughs> 137 years old. <laughs> 137 years old. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, don't. But it's nothing against Al because Al's one of the greatest. But no, I have to go with uh, Lionel right there. Good question, Jessica. Thank you. Oh, Trent Shinrock sent some questions in. Man, in the first episode I did solo, and he sent some questions in. I ripped them, kind of not ripped them, but it was like I didn't even understand his question. I was like, Trent, I don't even know what this means. <laughs> so it was. Uh, it was the most Trent Trent question I've ever received. In my, I mean, it was classic Trent. So Extra I don't know what these are. These could be. Uh, oh, these could be a lot better. So let's check this out. Trent Shinrock. I don't, he lives in New Orleans. What's up, Trent? Um, what's the biggest land animal you could kill with your bare hands? Oh my gosh! Wow. Let me think about that. The biggest one. Um, I'm not very good at fighting, uh, but oh, I would go with like, I mean, honestly, I think it could probably take down like, I mean, if we're being real, like for real, if I was trapped somewhere and like and something came out at me and I had to fight it, uh, I, I would, I could probably fight off like a raccoon like a big if he was better be a big one though you're not like a big raccoon because they're, they're they're feisty you know what i'm saying but I, if it got any bigger than that i mean you know I, i've seen deer like those videos where deer attack people oh and like, yeah, yeah I, I couldn't get away from that i don't think no you get your ass kicked yeah exactly yeah. and a coyote there's no way you're just hoping to get knocked out or yeah killed quick <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no. i mean it's it's that's weird to think I mean, and I know, well, maybe a, maybe a feral hog, but I know that they're strong. It depends on what, you know, what it is, but, you know, I, I just think I got to go like with, a, like, 
I just think, you know, if it was a non-rabid raccoon, I think I could take it, you know? I think I could, I could, do, I could uh, kick it. I could also, like, you know, run around, run around it and, like, get from behind. I could also, like, you know, do, like, a bare naked joke on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, so I could Sorry do lots of, there's, like, a lot yeah. of things I could do to a raccoon that I think would be good. And uh, I wouldn't be too afraid of him because, I mean, yeah, he, he's got teeth and he's got some claws, but I just, I just don't, I think I could take down a raccoon. Right. But I think that's about the extent of my, of my abilities. I thought you were going to say like a what do you mountain think? goat or like a... But yeah, but man, I mean, they're so strong and like the... Uh, but no butt you, like a yeah, ram yeah, you or whatever. Because yeah, I think if I fell down, if I got down, they got me down on the ground, it's over. And I just don't think it would, I would be able to get up and I think I would be. But damn, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about that. We've been hunting enough together that I have ran through a lot of scenarios through my head. Yeah, I mean, the feral hog one especially. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's no but, way. Yeah, Dude, there's no so, way. So, remember that movie Old Yeller whenever he's up in the tree and yeah. the feral hog yeah. bites him or whatever? Oh, man. That's Old crazy. Yeller. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, you'd be history. Yeah, that's a... Uh, oh, damn, Old Yeller was sad. Uh, damn. Do you remember that when he just shot him? I mean, at the end of the movie, <laughs> like, yeah. Damn it. Didn't he get bit by a raccoon? Is what he got bit by? Uh, I think so. Uh, no, it was a... Uh, golly, I can't even remember. That's been so long yeah, ago. Yeah, he had a raccoon. Okay, I whatever, think it man. was a, yeah, whatever. a coyote I just him. or wolf or yeah, something maybe it was. bit the dog. Okay. Trent, boys. Trent sent in a lot of questions. So I want to, we'll to zip through some of these. Um, where are we at? Oh, yeah. We're getting on time. Uh, what was the best moment in your life, selfishly, that you can publicly talk about? Most proud moment. Nothing about friends' accomplishments. Your accomplishments. Damn, Trent. That's a great question. It is a great question, but I don't. I don't know, man. I, uh, let's see. You know, when I was working at Forest Pharmaceuticals, I got Rookie of the Year. That was pretty. That was a pretty big deal, and it, and for me, it was too. But I was really proud of myself, and uh, I remember being proud of myself. And I don't. And so that's like an award, and I was proud of myself for that. But you know what? I want to say like one of the proudest moments I had is after I recorded my first episode and published it for this for this podcast. Nice, because it's something I talked about doing for so long with so many different people, and I just never really, you know, geared up and did it. And I finally did, it. and I think that's probably it. I would, I love this podcast. It's a great creative outlet for me. And if I don't have a creative outlet, I tend to be depressed or, or, or in a bad mood or something. And, and sometimes I can lash out creatively in a wrong way. And I don't really know what that means, but I can. And, I understand. Yeah. And so, but this, Trent, I appreciate you, man. That's, that's making me get in, it's introspective here. <laughs> so That is a good question. Yeah. But usually I love being proud of my friends. I mean, one of the, and I know this is what he didn't want me to say, but one of my best, uh, like emotions I like is being proud of somebody. I get so proud of my nieces and nephews or proud of my friends when they do something good or something big. And that makes me happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it's hard for me to, even though I am a little, I'm narcissistic in, in ways and I like to talk about myself a lot, but it really my, I love being proud of other people, but golly, I sound like such a philanthropist or something. I don't know, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not mother Teresa. Just don't get it. That's Don't get it twisted. Uh, but you know, so yeah, that's a good question though. I, I would say probably this podcast really. And, um, yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah. I mean, I think this is your, what's your proudest your... moment? Like being a father, I guess is pretty, pretty awesome. So well, yeah. I mean, every father says that mm-hmm. the day my kids were born. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I, 
Of course, yeah, that's it. But I mean, I've got several things that I've done in life that I'm proud of, and yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and man, when you first started playing music, I was so proud of you, dude. I was like, man. This is amazing. I mean, this is back when I, we, I would just go to River Smith's, dude. You would be back there, and it'd be <laughs> yeah. me and be me, you and two families eating the, mm-hmm. the Friday fish deal or whatever. That's <laughs> and, where I. And I mean, in the back room back there, and I was just, but I was so mm-hmm. proud of you then. And I was like, dude, I love this, man. That's where I cut so, my teeth pretty yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, every Wednesday for five years, yep. and without, I didn't miss one single show. Yeah, I, went I, through, I had surgery one time on a Monday, and I was there on Wednesday on painkillers. <laughs> playing and i you know i mean it yeah it takes yeah. pretty good determination to do, to do stuff that. like yeah. that you know, so every rocking, single yeah. week like residency they call them residency shows or whatever they're yeah. hard to do i mean yep. golly you yep. never know it's yep. hit or miss on the crowd except for ash wednesday was always packed yeah because they could eat fish yeah <laughs> several hundred dollars they. in tips like, like it's a different species of person it's catholic like, catholics would eat i'm not catholic yeah. but you know i do uh but every year i take part in uh lent you know, I give up fruits and vegetables every year for Lent. <laughs> I give that up year round. <laughs> so, and I'm, I was told one time that's not that's not the right thing to do. And I was like, what? Like, and then I'll find myself like drinking a lemonade, and I'm like, oh shit! Well, there it goes. That's a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think you're supposed to just give something up that's like a vice or a crutch yeah, or whatever. I, know, I mean, like, no whatever. matter what it is, I mean, you give up. Well, I give up something. You know, yeah. for the last, I love Gatorade, Powerade. I love sports drinks. Mm. For the last three years, first month of my sister taught me this. She gives up Cokes uh, for first 30 days of January, or first month of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't drink sodas that much. So, but I give up soft, I may give up uh, sports drinks, dude, and it's hard. Oh, imagine. Because, like when I'm playing golf or anytime I go into a convenience store or whatever, I, I tend to. That's what I want to drink, that or tea. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, wow, got off onto that. That devolved quickly. Um, <laughs> being proud of what I did to me drinking, drinking Gatorades <laughs> and resident shows. I don't even know what the fuck that means. What are you talking about? It's just like a regular show. Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a resident show. Okay, a so yeah, I learned something. You learned something on this show. Even though I've said before, this show is not educational. <laughs> this show could never should never be considered educational. It's entertainment only. If you if you learn something from this show, great. But I don't know if you could chalk it up to the education call. <laughs> so, um, uh, Trent wants to know who's the who is the most shocking in the moment, doesn't give a shit in the moment person you have ever met, and why. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Baker was crazy at times, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and not to be, but, you know, and he and I, man, he 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 uh, cut me off. I mean, I don't care if I put it out on blast. I'm not putting him on blast, but he uh, he cut he completely cut off ties with me because I got vaccinated. Yep. He told me that yeah, it's the devil's poison and this, that, and the third. And wow. Told me I could never. So, but we had a lot of good times together, man. I still consider him one of my best friends. And I, I mean, I'm not here to put that on blast, but I mean, I guess I just did. But uh, that dude was awesome. <laughs> he was so awesome. Crazy. I saw him one time get a drink at a bar, and he was a tall Long Island iced tea, you know? And when the bartender turned around and it's like, it sloshed over and like spilt out a little bit when she started to slide it across over to him at the bar. And he goes, he looked at her and he goes, fill it back up because it's not enough. And she goes, it's almost full. He goes, fill it back up. 
She goes, so, sir, it's almost full. It was crowded, like a crowded club. He got that cl- he got that glass, just turned it right over on the bar, dumped it out completely. <laughs> and he goes, make me know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's a dude that doesn't give a shit that didn't for a long time. He's a father now and he's, you know, lives, yeah, I think he's doing great and everything, but, uh, yeah, that, that dude was uh, pretty wild. So, uh, always, it was always, uh, an experience with Mr. Chris. Every time you went somewhere, you knew something was wow. going to happen, you know? And, uh, there's probably like 50 other stories about him. I could tell, but, um, man, I loved, I loved hanging around him. He, he was, a, he was such a good friend. Uh, and, I wish him the best, and I hope we can reconnect, man. Because I, I do, I do miss him. Uh, who is the biggest? <laughs> okay, this is easy for me, but who is the biggest asshole celebrity coach player you have met? <laughs> yeah, and it's not even close as Bob Knight. Bob Knight was the biggest prick I've ever met in my entire life, and I don't care how you feel about him. Yeah, is he a great coach? Yes. Could he coach basketball? Yes. But he was a straight up. He was a prick to his players, and he was a prick to the media. Like local media that had no business in trying to like, I'm not trying to bust them doing anything. I'm like, dude, I'm barely getting paid to do this. Like, just give me a soundbite and let me get out of here. You know, and he was just, he was a, he was a butthole to everybody I saw him come in contact with. Really, when I ran into him in an airport, I saw him one time and he wasn't, he was a, and you know, I can respect him for his coaching ability because he was awesome. And I mean, he can coach the game, a game that I really love, but man. He takes the cake on that, and it's pretty easy. Um, I'm trying to make if I met somebody like a, that was just a. Uh, you know who I met one time that was, was this is a different story, I guess, because, but it was a celebrity. Let's see, does he say just athlete? No, he says celebrity. All right. I was playing craps in Vegas mm-hmm. at. I want to say the Hooters Casino. <laughs> so weird. And I was there by myself playing craps. I was at this table by myself. And it was a pretty crowded table, but I'm just sitting there playing. And the the girl next to me, she's her turn to roll the dice. And she like she grabs them. And she says, like, you know, she says something, you know, to the dice or something. And then I'm like, I recognize that voice. And I look over. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Macy Gray. So wow. yeah, Macy Gray is sitting right next to me playing craps and so i looked and i just i was like i'm just gonna let it go but then the dice came to me and i picked them up and i'm getting ready to shake them and i go i know who you are next to me but i'm not gonna say anything just real quiet and she goes thank you so much i appreciate that roll them dice <laughs> <laughs> so did you was, win did you i don't remember it? i don't remember oh, but man, i was, <laughs> don't remember dude it was uh Probably not. I'm never really good when I roll the dice. But <laughs> dude, she was uh, she was so cool, man. It was just she had this big denim hat on. I remember it's like a big denim hat. And it kind of came over mm-hmm. over her eyes. But yeah, I mean, I just can remember her voice first. I was like, oh, because I really didn't look at her. And damn, I was like, that's Macy Gray. So she was cool. Bob Knight sucks. Just so you know. um, it's, that's no front page news. Is Amazon a good or bad? Is good or bad for our country? as a whole and why not smart enough to answer that question amazon yeah i don't know i love amazon so i would say it's good for the i mean i think what they've done is so revolutionary but i'm not smart enough to really get into that something that deep i'm not i don't know so uh number six tupac or biggie no question about it. it's tupac but man uh, damn it dude Biggie is good though. Too. I mean, you know, they're like, yeah, it's a, it's like it's you know, it's like picking your favorite kids. You know, you're not going to be able to pick one. But Tupac is mine. I mean, because I 
I listened to Tupac from day one. Like, and I know everybody likes to say that they were the first, but I really did. I bought Tupac Lips Now, his first album. I remember I bought it in like uh, in Blockbuster or what, what was that? What was the store in the mall? Hastings. Yeah, not, it was oh, the, uh, like little, the record store in the mall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bought his CD there. And, you told me that the other day, and I, it's yeah. in our group text, and I can't remember. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I bought it there, and I loved because Brenda's Got a Baby was my favorite. I saw it on BET one night, and I was like, I got to get that album. And it was, and the whole album was amazing. And he has that song, and the, I, ref- I remain to be violent just because we play what the people want. You know, and it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, it's, and it's, a, dude, it's a crazy song. And I was like, dude, and he has a song with my homies call. But see, like, you know, Biggie didn't get big until, like, right after I got out of high school. So, it had a hard, it was a different time for me. But Biggie was so, he, lyrically, he's so, this, he stands out, you know? And, uh, you he know, whatever. Pretty, he had a pickup really lines, like, sound. earlier we had to do pickup lines. Uh, who asked about pickup lines? I don't remember, Heather. Heather yeah. uh, Biggie has a great pickup line in one of his songs. He's like... As soon as he buy that wine, I just creep up from behind <laughs> and ask you what's your sign. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> what's your sign? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, there you go. Um, all right, Randy Moss or Jerry Rice? Oh, man. Ooh, I lo- Randy Moss is my favorite, but Jerry Rice is the best. That's how I feel about it. Randy Moss is my favorite receiver of all time. He is my favorite. And, yeah, because he played for the Vikings, but I thought it was amazing what he was doing at the Patriots. And But right. uh, if – if you just look at Jerry Rice's numbers, it blows it blows your mind. Like it's like looking at Tony Gwynn's numbers. It's like so you, you can't to, yeah. you can't it can't even. It's, sometimes it's hard to comprehend. Like, it's hard to disagree with that. But I, I, me personally, I like Randy Moss's physical attributes better. Yeah, but of course. Yeah, I think I mean, Jerry Rice was in a better situation yeah, yeah. his entire career. But as the great Randy Moss said, you know, straight cash, homie. <laughs> 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 I love him too. So. Um, if you could only play one song to pump you up for a job interview, a fantasy draft, or a date, what is it? Well, I talked about this, like my walk-up song for, uh, if, I, if I was a professional batter, a professional hitter mm-hmm. in baseball, and like everybody has their own walk-up song, I would love like Ambition as a Rider by Tupac, and because it, it's like, dun 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 I can't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to with me. Dude, and that gets me fired up. So it would probably be that. It'd probably be Ambitions as a Rider by Tupac, but there's several. Like, uh, you know, I am by, by whatever it's I am, whatever I say, you say I am by Eminem. That one gets me fired up too. I thought you were going to say something off the Rocky Four soundtrack. <laughs> In the burning heart. <laughs> that was a good soundtrack, though. Yeah, it was. So, Might uh, be one of the best movie soundtracks uh, ever. Yeah. Uh, if we had a Royal Rumble with the Frogs versus the Sox versus the Greasers, who wins? I think that's uh, it's that's it. Uh, what is that? It's a uh, from Boondock Outsiders. Saints or Outsiders, yeah. and it's Boon. I think he's talking about Boondock Saints. Mm-hmm. And, hmm. I always take the greasers because just listen to this, dude. You've got Tom Cruise, you got Patrick Swayze in his prom, 
You've got uh, uh, Ralph Macchio. Well, no, he wasn't in it because he was already hurt. Rob but if Lowe. he would have, he would have been the karate. You know, it's like you had the karate kid on your team. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Rob Lowe. You got Emilio Estevez, and you got Matt Dillon. Yeah, dude, those two. I mean, all you just that, enough set right there. You can't beat those guys. Yeah, those guys. I mean, it's and I'm even talking about C. Thomas Howell because he's kind of a pud, you know. But (laughs) I mean, but he holds his own. You know what I'm saying? So, and they even had like they had the actual Karate Kid on the bench. You know, (laughs) 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 was on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Look at him. Yeah, he didn't get in the lineup, man. So uh, I'd have to go with the. I would have to go with the Greasers versus anybody on that deal. So, uh, all right, a couple more from Trent. Who's your favorite historical figure and why? Okay. It's easy for me, and, I, and it's because I've, I've gotten into a weird obsession about Henry VIII. And uh, that dude, I love to read about him. I love to get into his psyche. And uh, I love to uh, hey, get into the freezer for me, if you'll do You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Jamie's just going to go get something. But yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but Henry VIII is... He is a. Uh, he was the king of England in like the 1500s, I think, and uh, he's the guy that. And uh, the other one too, yeah. And uh, he was a guy that, uh, you know, he's the guy that couldn't ever get a son. He couldn't get an heir to his throne, so then he started. Um, he just started killing his wives. I mean, for lack of a better term, he, he did. He beheaded Anne Boleyn. Like she, she got beheaded because basically he made up something that. Uh, that she was going against the crown. And, you know, I don't want to get into the details of it, but I find him fascinating because of that. I find Anne Boleyn fascinating too, but um, I don't want to, but Henry VIII is crazy, man. And then he just got hurt on his leg and he got huge and fat. And, and he was just so, you don't talk about, he was Trump before Trump. I mean, if you want to say, he's like just full of himself, like narcissistic, but he, like to the most degree, like the, 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 uh, like way, 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 way worse than Donald Trump. I mean, he's beheading wives. He beheaded two or three of his wives, and um, and he actually because the Pope wouldn't give him a an annulment on his marriage. Like he actually is one of the founders of the Protestant Church. Like the way I understand it, he decided to to that he was going to take England away from being Catholics to being Protestant because he couldn't get an annulment from his wife so he can marry someone else <laughs> so dude, it was just like the dude was crazy man and it was just oh man put a lot uh, of thought into that yeah but i mean i just find him fascinating man you ask me next week i might have somebody to do that i'm fascinated with but um yeah i find uh i really find him yeah i, I, I like i, I just He's not. He wasn't a very good person. I'll say that. But, <laughs> but he like, dude, you like played tennis. Like in the in, he like built a tennis court inside the the the, the castle, and I like, go play tennis. He was a really athletic dude until he hurt. He got he got a bad injury on his leg. Anyway, watch the Tudors on uh, Netflix. It's a pretty good representation. Although there's not not everything in there is true. But, um, who was your biggest crush growing up? Celebrity. Oh my goodness. Well, that's a good one, Trent. Okay. Um, You know, I did have a thing for Alyssa Milano, and that was like junior high years. I think everyone did. Yeah. I mean, when she was in Who's the Boss, it was like, okay. Oh, yeah, she is the boss. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who was that that rock and roll singer? Was it Lita Ford? Or no, was it uh, Fox? Was it Fox? What was her name? uh, Samantha Fox? 
Brittany Fox. Samantha. So that was the name. And Lita band. Ford. Lita yeah. Ford. Yeah, she was in the Runaways. Yeah. Joan Jett and yeah. uh, Sherry Curry. Went to a party last night. Yeah, it's Lita night. Ford. Lita Ford. Yeah. Nah, she was. She was hot. But like as I got older, dude, I really fell in love with this girl from. Uh, I think she's from Norway or something. But she's like this electronic dance. But she had pop hits. Her name was Robin. You know, and yeah. uh, oh my gosh, show dude! Me I, love. Yeah, yeah, show me love. Yeah, I mean, show dude, I had a secret crush on her. And that was no secret because I knew about it. Yeah, well, that's true. But and then uh, Halle Berry obviously was just oh my gosh. I mean, my gosh. Everybody has a jeez. Those Halle- are easy ones, yeah. But Robin, Robin's not easy. Not everybody really even knew what she looked like. I was Drew Berry more. Yeah, by yeah. a long shot. I mean, we're the same age. Yeah, and she's still like still, to this day. You still think so? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I heard on the on the radio the other day she's looking like, she's looking to date right now, but wants to date a regular guy, not no nobody oh. that's not even in any industry, not in, not just a regular middle class dude. That's what she wants to date. Like she even I, th- I think they said she even got on Tinder or something. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like, well. God. What a terrible time to be married. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Thank you, Trent. Those questions were good. Pretty thought-provoking. Um, all right. Mark, Mark Youngblood, he always sends in good ones. What are these? I always get scared to read his. What song? Oh, okay, this is good. What song would you sing at a karaoke bar? Okay. I know the answer. Yeah, I have, two, well, I have two that I sing. There's really only two songs I do sing at a karaoke bar. One is Yeah Three Times by Chris Brown. Now, I know Chris Brown is not a good person, but that song, I know all the words without reading them. I know the rap at the, in, the, in the middle. I know that his, he, has a, he flows in there in, the, in like the middle of the song. And, uh, and, it's just a, and it's an upbeat song that everybody, like everybody can kind of nod their head to at a karaoke bar. So that's number one. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, three times. Move your body out on the floor. Put your <laughs> troubles aside. Start living. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it? So he says yeah three times. That's all I had to explain. Uh, Thanks for that yeah. uh, explanation. Uh, and That Ain't My Truck by Red Atkins. I can sing that one. Legendary. And it's legendary, and it's a great song. So I've actually okay. witnessed you singing that song before, <laughs> yeah. and you left the stage and went what? from room to room with the wireless mic in your hand, and were in perfect time with the lyrics, not even looking at them. You weren't even on the stage looking at the screen. Everybody was like, who the hell is this guy right now? <laughs> it was awesome. I yeah. loved it. That's one Did of it? my yeah. favorite performances yeah. of yours. <laughs> <laughs> where was that? Was that like I don't even know where we yeah, were at. It was yeah. awesome. I do that with the three times, yeah, too. But I did it at uh, crickets a couple of times. So I just got off the stage. Of course, I asked the DJ, I'm like, "Hey, it's wireless mic. Can I take it?" And he's like, "Yeah." So I always try to clear it because, but yeah, I like to walk around, and if somebody's not listening, I like to walk right up to their table yeah. and start singing at the table, like, "Hey, pay attention." <laughs> so, <laughs> I wish I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was good <laughs> in the middle of your show. Yeah. Stop the music. He's like, hey, table. Some people do that. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. pay attention. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, what do you want to do with your body when you die? I'm conflicted on this because I do want to donate my organs. I think if I donated my brain to science, I'd figure out a lot. Me too. I think That's that, weird. I think, no. but, 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 and I, I don't want to get cremated. 
uh, no, and I and I really don't even want to see part. Of, I really want to go one way or the other. I want to donate my organs because you know. Also, like, what if I wake up? <laughs> it's like, what if you wake up? <laughs> so it's like, damn, you're the first person in history to <laughs> no man wake up from so, the dead without the organs. You hear about these stories like Civil War? Uh, they, they would they would find scratch marks. They do these grave robbers would would rob the graves. Yeah, they but, would find scratch marks in the top of the. In top of the casket, and I'm like, okay, man. Well, so before uh, medical science had the capability of actually determining <laughs> if someone was dead or not, I know, that's not one of the 40s. I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be involved because, dude, it's like that's over. That's when it's over with. I'm like, man, it's probably over with way before the embalming. I, <laughs> I get that, but you know, I'm like, damn, dude, that, what happens if I'm the one that wakes up? So that might be one of your irrational fears. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I don't. I think about that stuff too. Yeah, like, but, but I'm I'm more of a I want to be a cremated kind of guy because I don't want to pay five thousand dollars for a metal box to put in the ground. That's dumb. Yeah, I, but, but it depends on your religious beliefs, I guess. That's and, true too. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> but really, it doesn't matter what you believe. Okay, that that metal, that metal box doesn't mean anything. So why do you care? I don't know. Thing. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I'm like, I don't want to be a burden onto anybody after I've had. That's, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you don't have to put make other people spend money. Yeah. Uh, for but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't. Easier. I haven't marked myself off as an organ donor. I don't know if I mean, my organs would be good anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I want to have a funeral pyre like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. it's legal in Colorado still. Do I, don't, really? I don't. I think it is. Honestly, I think I read somewhere that it's Dude. legal. Uh, but I just can't do burned. Ooh, I would not want to be burned. Mm-mm. You're gonna be dead. You don't I know, know. I know. You won't be able to feel I know. I'm being uh, contradictory, but I don't. I can't be burned. <laughs> I just don't want that. <laughs> so, um, all right, Mark. Thank you for that. What is uh, Mark wants to know? Who's your favorite fictional bad guy? Okay, this is. Um, this is tough because I have several favorite fictional bad guys but one that's like Darth Vader okay he's at my top of my list also Boba Fett which early in the movies he's a bad guy but you know now that you if you've seen Mandalorian you know that he's I mean that that whatever but uh, also Darth Maul was an amazing bad guy in uh, episode one The Phantom Menace so uh, also makes an appearance in Solo I think yep uh so, but also in Game of Thrones, King Joffrey was amazing. I mean, because here's a guy that could act his ass off. I know you haven't watched Game of Thrones, do you? You don't watch it? Mm. No. And I know Mark doesn't either, but everybody that watched Game of Thrones, Joffrey, like even he said, he, uh, the actor, he was like, I walked on the street and people generally hate me. And that should be a credit. To how good you're acting, yeah, and absolutely. he did such a good job that he has a hard time getting work now because people see him as this evil boy king, mm. and he and you hated him. You you genuinely had a hate for him on the screen because he was so bad, but he played it so good. Yeah. So uh, Joffrey, I liked that though because I was like, dude, he's a when you when you really genuinely don't like someone, like that's a that's a good villain, you know. Mm. I mean, you know, I don't find you don't, if you root for a villain, that's different. I don't know, like. I don't know if that's what Mark means, but Darth Vader, Joffrey, yeah. I'd have to go with, with uh, Aldous Snow from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny, dude. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. 
<laughs> it's a pretty bad one. Honestly, I mean, it really is. Also, uh, uh, Mr. Tunstall, then Young, young Guns. <laughs> Screw that guy, man. <laughs> And Mr. Chisholm. Oh, yeah, Chisholm. You took man. my farm, Mr. Chisholm. You <laughs> took a whole lot of, farms, of people's Mr. farms, Chisholm. Mr. Chisholm. <laughs> okay. And uh, do you have a fa- he says, do you have a favorite word or phrase? Um, I know I say a lot of words repetitively. Like I make fun of Landry because he says phenomenal a lot. But I say uh, absolutely all the time. And, and that's okay. Shit. Um, but a favorite word? Man, I remember back during quarantine, I was going to try to make wavy a good a word. I was going to try to make wavy. Yeah, man, that's a wavy. I like that. <laughs> I wanted to say wavy on everything, but it didn't catch on. So, <laughs> I didn't hilarious. think I liked it. If I liked it, I was like, "Yo, that's wavy. I love that, man. That's that's man. That's some wavy stuff. I like that." <laughs> and it and it didn't catch on. I didn't. Either that or I didn't stick to it. One or the other. I don't yeah, think it would. I don't, I don't think it would. I don't think it would have caught on. Even if I would have stuck to it. If I'd have stuck to it, <laughs> I'd still be the only one saying that's wavy. So, mm, favorite word or phrase? Yeah. Um, I say go ahead all the time on his podcast. But uh, yeah. So, uh, my, but what's a word? My favorite word. Hmm. One of your favorite phrases is "What the hell?" What the hell? <laughs> you just say that quite a bit. <laughs> well, see, I'm glad you're here. That's why, because I didn't know. I didn't know I say that, but I do. And now, now that I think about it, I'm like, "What the hell?" That and yeah. bitch. <laughs> God, I'm sounds like such a good guy. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate those questions, Mark Youngblood. You the man. You the man. Top Parsons, my boy. He said, "Well, since I'm in Vegas, oh man, I got so many people in Vegas right now. Top Parsons in Vegas." Uh, Jeremy Enlow and uh, his, and his wife Andy, uh, Jenny and, and David Rogers, uh, Tyree and Amy McKinnis, and um, who else? Uh, oh, Chris Kitley and, uh, and uh, Chantel and, and Joel Moore. They're in Vegas, and Chris Kitley's going to be in Vegas next week. So it's like, dang man. So. Top Parsons to says, yeah, no. he says, well, since I'm in Vegas, I've got that one, that one on the brain right now. Here's my questions. What's your funniest story from Las Vegas? Oh, wow. Um, there's there's a, several. I've been to Vegas probably, I don't know. I'm More guessing times probably, a human should probably go to 40, Vegas. 40 times, I would say. You <laughs> yeah. know? So um, my funniest time, funniest story in Vegas was probably the first time I went. And I was with Zach Buchanan and your brother, Brian Berryhill, Ben Heller, Chad Fox, Chad Reynolds, a bunch of my friends. First time I'd ever been. We're staying at Treasure Island, but and I lost a lot of money because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and you can lose a lot of money if you know what you're doing. You oh, know? Yeah. So um, the last day, I think I was 21, man. I think we were 21 or 22. And the last day or night we were there, they knew I'd, I was playing craps. And they knew I'd lost my last $5. I had no more money, like a zero. And I was playing with my last $5, and, I, and I'd lost it. And they were all watching me, and they're playing at the table, and they knew it was my last 5 And when I lost, and I was rolling, okay? And I'll never forget, I, I, I had my $5 on the pass line. I rolled a five. I mean, a five. That's like the worst. <laughs> and then the very next roll, seven. And I lost. And they all started laughing so hard. Like, they were like, like it was like they were running around the casino laughing mm-hmm. at me. So that like, pissed me off. So I said, you know, screw you guys. I'm going back to the hotel. So I went outside, got a cab, and that cab drove like, maybe 50 feet. And I went, stop, stop, stop. And he stopped. And I went, I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, um, so I, I, I went back in, <laughs> went back into the Golden Nugget, and they're looking at me like, I thought you were going back. I don't have any money, and I ain't walking all that way. <laughs> so I just sit there and wait for them. <laughs> Oh my it was gosh, funny, man. that's hilarious. I know, it was, it was, uh, it was funny. And the next morning, like we were flying out, like Zach, I remember Zach had to buy me oh, Burger King in the airport. And so. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's, uh, Patricia Reynolds still makes fun of you for that. Every time she sees a, a pic of anybody like in our core yeah. friend group going mm-hmm. to Vegas, she always brings that up. Yes, yeah, because yeah. it was bad. Yeah, and you lost all your, <laughs> I did. You lost I mean, all every your red marbles. Cent, that <laughs> I've done that before too. Mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, Matter of fact, me and uh, Brian and Ben Heller went, uh, and this was like in 20, I think it was 2014 or 2015. I can't remember, but uh, I lost almost all of my money, and I had like $100 left. And I go, all right, I'm going to the sports book. I'm going to bet. They had a prop bet on the Cubs to win the World Series within the next three seasons. So I go, all right, I'm putting my money down on the Cubs to win because this is I think it was two years before they won it or whatever. Yeah. And they won, and I, I kept the ticket, and the next time I went, I cashed out like five, $600. I can't yeah. remember. It was something <laughs> but stupid. To, to but, me, it's like yeah. you're spending your last dime on something you can't cash in I know. while you're there. I know. <laughs> it's like, damn, how the hell am I going to eat on the way home? Everybody's been there, though. Everybody's yeah, been oh, there. Oh, yeah. You've, you've been busted. Though. You've yeah. been busted in Vegas. It's and, terrible. I yeah. mean, I've... And I, one time I went with David Collier, Greg Miller, and uh, – Another, it was just a crazy. I had so much fun on that trip, but we were we were playing craps at the crap table, and uh, Greg Miller and I were playing. And there was this old man, and I mean, he looked like he was scraggly, like he was, I mean, like not homeless, but you know, just an old man with a beard. And it's basically like four or five people at the table. It's not crowded, and he kept playing the the don't pass line, the you know, wow. playing against you, right? Mm-hmm. So Greg and I were like, what the hell, dude? You know, like, <laughs> dude. And Stop so, hating. Yeah. And then so, you know, we probably had a few uh, uh, Kool-Aids or whatever. And so we finally started calling them River. We're like, you know, we would hit the point. We're like, take that, River. Take that. You know, because we're calling them Old Man River. <laughs> I mean, I'm not proud of that. I was saying I was calling an Old Man, Old Man River at a table. Oh, well. But he was playing against me. I was like, you know, screw it. And then he said the funniest damn thing to Greg and I. He he won a lot of money on a roll. <laughs> he looked over to me and he goes, drop dead, punk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of shit you hear in Vegas, dude. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. And to this day, Greg and I still say that to each other. Like, hey, drop dead, punk. Just drop dead. <laughs> it was so funny, man. Oh, man. Oh, Ty wants to know, what is your most memorable, memorable gambling experience? Well, okay, I'm going to save this story, but I'll preview it. Because uh, when Andy and Lola is going to be on, and, and she's, uh, she's awesome. And, but one of my most memorable gambling experience involves her. And a really hot blackjack dealer. So just I'll just I'll tease that out there because that's pretty good. Um, do you win more or lose more when you go to the casino? Uh, typically, I lose more. I have won several times. One time, I won and I, and I was pretty blitzed. And I went back up to the room and I put like eight hundred bucks that I'd won that night, like profit. I had. I started out with 500 and I had so like 1300 so I had my 500 and I put this $800 in my um, side pocket of my luggage bag. Didn't find it till I got home. 
Oh, that's probably a good thing. I know. I was like, yeah. damn, dude, that's what I'm talking about. But yeah. uh, typically I lose. Yeah, typically I lose more. But um, Everyone does. That's why yeah. there's casinos yeah. in the middle of the desert. Yep. What is your favorite casino in Las Vegas? Oh, wow. That's easy. What is yours? Encore. Encore, yeah. yeah that's nice. I got to stay at the Encore that's one time. nice. Yeah, I stayed there. It was, whew, that was pretty awesome. Uh, I like the MGM Grand, too. I don't know why, but I, mean, I think it's because they have all the UFC fights and what well, they used to before the T-Mobile Arena mm-hmm. was built. But yeah. that place is pretty nice yeah. still, even yeah. though it's old. But my, Jeremy Inlow turned me on to Planet Hollywood a couple years ago, and I like Planet Hollywood. That's it's a fun casino and I see, I still like the Flamingo, even though it's kind of getting run down, but, uh, it's to me, it's still fun and they don't have O'Shea's anymore. O'Shea's used to be the funnest casino right. in town. Dude. It was just, a, it was a, you going in there not to really gamble, but I mean, to gamble, yes, but it was more of a bar than mm-hmm. a casino. You just happen to be playing while everybody <laughs> was drinking. You know, everybody yeah. is just, you know, and they had this little, uh, a little person, I think you call it, but he was always dressed up in a leprechaun outfit. <laughs> He'd walk around that whole casino and give people shots and stuff. And it was nice. nuts, man. It was, that was a freaking party and a half. Yeah. Uh, and it could be at 11 o'clock in the morning. So that's um, young Vegas. Yeah, All Vegas that's, yeah, for that's young, young people exactly, is what it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so I, we had a little, uh, a little break right there. We had to go to the bathroom. So, we'll pause. You good? I'm good, too. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we cut off just a little bit of it. There. That's okay. So, now, let me see. i make sure we're all good here. Let me give me a mic check real quick. Talk to Hey, oh, yeah, that sounds good. All right. Good deal. All right. So, Todd Johnson. Todd, my buddy up in Tulsa. One of my best friends in the world. He and Kelly. Uh, they sent, sent me uh, some questions. They said, if you're not a Red Raider fan... What college team would have your heart? Well, it's hard to. I loved as a kid. I loved Georgia Tech, and I still kind of root for them on the side. So, I guess that would be that would be my answer. But I almost went to Middle Tennessee State as for as to go to school there. So I guess I could say them. But you know, I think they're really like they're big capo. They're big. Uh, uh, OSU Cowboy fans. They're big Oklahoma State fans. So they're wanting me to say Oklahoma State. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to give them that satisfaction, even though if you had to really like twist my arm, I probably, that's probably, I think they're the most like tech to me. Yeah. We got so many similarities. And so, yeah. Well, who would you, oh, you like Bama. Yeah, like, yeah. Alabama, baby, real tight. Yeah. So he says, What's Ty King's dream job? Hmm. For a long time, it was like bullpen catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, that would be an awesome job. Know, Are you so, kidding me? I mean, if I, that's Except just like Yanni would be like, man, get the hell out of the way and let me do it. He's not in the bullpen though. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, I could watch him every he'd day. He'd be bitching at you from behind the plate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he would. He'd probably be yelling at me from back there. So, uh, <laughs> so, but you know, I would love to be a talk show host. I think that was where uh, kind of where I should have geared my. Uh, efforts to um but i don't know i think that's my dream job would be like a to be a talk show host or even an actor i think i think if i would have could have if i could go back i could one of the questions earlier is like what advice i would take uh i would take theater and then try to focus and you know go more into that era area i think i had a talent that i didn't tap into so what are you talking about you're you have well, an IMDb page. Are you kidding me? You are an actor. You are an actor. You tapped into that. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you're also a talk show host. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, sort of. Sort of. Uh, 
And what about you? What would your dream job be? If you had a dream job, would just be a, would it be like a really 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 successful nation touring world tour musician? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, everybody that picks up a guitar or any sort of instrument as a kid wants to rule the world and sell out arenas yeah. and write number one songs and all that stuff. So, I, yeah. I mean, that's the easy answer for me. Yeah. But I think so. What's the music? What would it be? I would probably. Probably should have went to law school. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have done. Yep. But no, I had to yep. be a guitar player. <laughs> no, smart. I had to yeah. write songs. Yeah. I had to play guitar and had to, you know, <laughs> well, should have went to law school. That's okay. I can see you doing that. I definitely can see you doing that. Todd also wants to know, Todd and Kelly want to know, uh, what would you say to Utana if you saw her on the street? <laughs> Utana. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. It'd be a straight neck chop. I'll go right to the <laughs> neck, neck boy. I don't care. Utana's <laughs> that nurse. If everybody hasn't heard that story, <laughs> neck the nurse chop. That, when I had heart surgery when I was fifteen, she pulled the catheter out of, and I didn't even know she was going to do that. And she was mean to. Oh my god, man! Would you really neck chop her though? And she's probably really old now because I thought she was old then. And uh, that was a long time ago. I don't so. remember her, but I remember no. when you were in the hospital. Yeah, you came up there. Yeah, oh I yeah. yeah, I was there yeah, for a the lot time. of the time. Yeah, yeah. and but well, see, it was like the second day I was in my room, and that's you know it's weird because my mom and my brother, my mom, my brother, my mom, my dad, and my brother were in the room, and when Utana walked in, I, I guess they knew because I was still kind of loopy a little bit. I guess they knew it was going to happen because so, they left the room. Mm-hmm. Like, they all three walked out. <laughs> they didn't even give you a warning no, or nothing. anything. No, nothing, dude. <laughs> nothing. I mean, and I mean, is she is she pulled on it like she was not on my junk, but like on the tube. She pulled on it like it was a, um, like she was in a tug of war match. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know what's going on, man. And Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, just like there was no warning or nothing, and it hurt so bad. And Speaking of irrational fears. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not an irrational fear of yours. You've man. actually She's, been yeah. cath before. Yeah, Screw man. It's that. A, that was a... Uh, it was tra- it was traumatizing, you know, and well, yeah, you're still talking about it 30 years yeah, later, and I know that, and I know her name. I don't see what's funny is I don't know any of the nurses' names that I loved up there that are so nice, and it was all of them except for her. But I remember her, and Yutan is a pretty um, uncommon name. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. So, uh, yeah, isn't that weird how you always <laughs> in a I don't know if it's only in a hospital setting, but you always remember bad people more than you do the good people. Yeah. Did I tell you about the time that um, I think I told this on Landry's podcast and I was a guest on his, but uh, this was a couple years ago. My mom broke her wrist and so we're in the emergency room over at Covenant and oh my God, dude, she's in a room and dude, this girl walked in, this nurse, Jamie, I'm not kidding you. She's just the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. At least, I thought, I mean, I, she was, she was just, and I could, I couldn't see her name. Her name just flipped around mm-hmm. and I'm talking like smoking, like smoking hot. And, and I bet she was like, you know, early thirties or whatever. And she didn't have a ring on. And I was like, yo, you know, I'm telling you, I'm not confident at all. Cause here's why, here's the reason, here's the exact reason why, because this is the kind of crap that happens to me. I kept asking mom, I was like, hey, mom, do you need anything? After she left, you know, I was like, do you need anything? I'll go, you know, because I wanted to go out there and see if I could ask her oh, yeah. to get mom's. Need a cup of ice. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. Juice. I go, mom, do you want some ice? You know, and she's like, yeah, I can get some ice. So I walk out there and I see her, man. She's, she's by herself on this computer, like looking at this, entering in stuff into this computer. 
and I'm just walking right towards her. And I don't even care if I pass the ice. I was just going to ask her where the ice was, you know. And as soon as I got up to her, dude, froze. She she had farted, and it was the nastiest smell you've ever smelt in your entire oh, life. Oh, it was. I mean, it was disgusting. Like 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 you said, it's like rotten eggs and blueberry sauce. You know, <laughs> it was like. Dude, it was terrible. And she turned to look at me and her eyes got huge because she knew. Oh. And then she knew that I knew and I knew that she knew. And I was like, oh my God. So, well, I mean, and then I just, I know, and that's, and I, I shouldn't I, have been a deal breaker for I know, you. I mean, dude, everyone farts. Like, oh my God, man. Dude, so. if you've ever spent any time, any amount, a significant amount of time with no, a female, I have, they fart. And that's the thing I, have, I know. And it's, and it, it, but it was just, the, that, that's the initial interaction oh, and i yeah. mean i just walked into the into the i just walked into the radiation zone like, you know, was like <laughs> i just got into chernobyl and uh i mean like my skin was melting and, uh, and all i could say was like hey can i can you get can i get some ice for my mom <laughs> and she was embarrassed i was embarrassed and it just never worked out from there so damn it <laughs> that's just, i would have let that let that fly. Oh man, I tried, man, but it was like I couldn't. I couldn't even. I couldn't even speak English. Really, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, man!" So I felt bad for her. It was the most beautiful fart I'd ever smelled. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Todd just... wants to know: <laughs> Would you get a pecker tattoo if your gang was the peckerheads as a kid? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's a funny question. No, no question about yeah. it. Well, of course. thank God we weren't the Peckerheads, even though we probably were known as the Peckerheads to some other people. Yeah, some, somebody called us <laughs> that at some yeah, point. There's no doubt about it. But yes. That. that is hilarious. I would. I would. Yeah. So, would you get a peck or tattoo? Okay, you know what? Okay. I don't think he's saying you get a tattoo on your pecker. He's saying just get a tattoo of a pecker. If it was our gang, yeah. yeah I'd do if it. it was our gang, I'd do it too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Can you imagine the stories? I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> we already have enough stories with the toe tattoos. Can yeah. you imagine getting a pecker tattooed on you? <laughs> That's so funny, man. Oh, man. Julie King sitting questions. All right. I didn't even know that. Mom wants to know what is your most rewarding job you've ever had? Uh, teaching was very rewarding when I was a teacher. Uh, when I taught TV, very, very rewarding. I mean, just. You know, you felt that you could, you taught some something new to somebody, and mm-hmm. if they, you saw the genuineness. Like if some kids that had a bad home, that that was their, they loved coming to that class, and yeah. and even the kids that did have a good home, they loved coming to that class, and and that class I taught. And of course, it wasn't algebra, and it wasn't you know English or calculus or something. It was TV, yeah. but it was still hard, and it was still tough. But it was a fun subject to teach and. That was rewarding, man. I, I liked that. That was really rewarding, and I, and I mom mom can relate because oh, obviously course. she taught for thirty eight years. Um, I think if you could take your mom on a trip anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, mom! I hear, she uh, asked you that. Yeah, she just asked me that. Uh, she's fishing for ideas. I know. I hear uh, Seminoles nice this kind of year. Just. <laughs> <laughs> How about Rotan? Yeah, Rotan. Is, I hear Rotan is great this time of year. <laughs> no. Mom, 
mom. Oh, I'm just playing. I would take your mom to Vegas. Uh, she oh, seems like God, oh no, dude, no, because she doesn't like she doesn't gamble. What well, doesn't no, matter? I know, just but, being in Vegas with your mom would uh, be amazing. She would just me. constantly be getting mad at me. And well, I, was, I mean, <laughs> no, but here's the thing though: like you wouldn't lose money if your mom if mm. if I took your mom to Vegas, she would like yeah. she'd guilt me into saving yeah. money. That's true. I probably wouldn't even gamble. I've I'd been just to be Vegas like, with my mom before. I have been. Yeah. Jay and Nissa took us on a uh, the whole family to a Vegas. Let me say in the center tower, the Bellagio, and I was there. I went and saw Ka, the show Ka, with my mom and with mm-hmm. mom. And dude, it was fun. But we were there with the family. But if it was just my mom and I, that's, Vegas would not be somewhere I would go. You can take her. You take oh, her. To yeah, Vegas. I would go with Julie <laughs> King to Vegas me. any day. No, she any loved. Day. She said she loved Europe, and I can't remember. She loved Italy. I mean, I would like to go back. I've never been to Europe, so I would like to go to Italy with mom. I'd like to take your mom to Stonehenge. That Stonehenge. Would be a cool She's thing. been there. Oh my god. She has a picture of her and her and dad there. To so go to like a historical yeah. site with yeah. a teacher. So yeah. like an educator mm-hmm. that knows about stuff like that. It would be awesome. Yeah. So that would be but she'd be more of like a you take her to the Anne Frank's house. And then she could yeah. probably tell you a lot, you yeah. know, there or something. But um anyway, I don't know, Mom. I think I would like to go to to a that or like a really cool climate like in the mountains somewhere let's go to like in the summertime just like to to vale or aspen or something like that get a cabin up there drink coffee in the morning drink wine for lunch drink uh chilton's for afternoon snacks you know and i mean of course she doesn't really drink that much she doesn't yeah yeah. but she doesn't drink that much so but I mean, I, I would. But uh, you know, and, and you know, just I don't know. I think that's what I think. I would like to just take her to the, something that's cool like that. But anyway, uh, all right, mom. Really, what, are you, what is your your most memorable trip? A most memorable trip ever? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I've been a lot of places, but like. Uh, I think your most memorable trip was the time you had a tapeworm. <laughs> oh, when I got back from the Dominican Republic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the dude, Dominican, geez, dude. I mean, it's not a good memory, but no, it's your most I memorable. Back, dude, I was jacked up, man. I was jacked up. I think bad. you lost like 70 pounds. Yeah, dude. It was terrible. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I went to Boston one time and it was awesome. Boston was really cool. But it was, and the reason it was memorable, I didn't have to pay for anything. I won it. <clears throat> I won a sales contest. And, yeah. and so that was fun. Um, and with the girl I was dating at the time. So, it, I mean, we had a great time and in Boston. So that was cool. St. Louis. I always love going to St. Louis and watching the Cardinals. Uh, what about the time you mooned Wrigley Field? That was that pretty was fun, a, too. Yeah, that yeah. was a memorable trip. That was memorable, memorable for me, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> I did. Bitch. I did moon Wrigley Field. In the middle of the day. Middle of the day, Tom. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that would be my most memorable trip. That, but I went on a cruise. That cruise was fun with Zach. I went on a cruise with Zach and a bunch of friends of mine. And we were like 21, like right out of or right out of college, right in middle of college. So that was a fun trip on that boat, which was, I didn't know if it was going to be fun, but it, we went on and I had a great time. Um, she wants to know, when will you have your sister on the podcast? See, that's what I'm talking about. I actually, Kippy is the favorite. She wants to know when Kippy is going to be on the podcast. You know, that's one of her questions. Mom, that's one of your questions. When is Kippy going to be on the podcast? Okay, Mom. Okay, next week. I don't know if that's true, but... Uh, She's too busy. Kippy is busy, and she got a lot going on. And, I don't know, Kippy would be a great guest. You know, she'll, she'll be on soon. 
Mom, she'll be on soon. Don't just quit freaking out, Mom. Okay, we know you love Kippy. <laughs> so, We've always known that. Um, my favorite country artist, that's easy, it's Travis Tritt. I mean, I think... Uh, no question about it. Yeah, Travis Tritt's yeah. Pretty, pretty much... It's easy for me, Travis Tritt. Um, also... Is that your? Is that your? Who's your favorite? Oh yeah, Travis Tritt by far. Yeah. Okay. She says, "Okay, I'm finished." Even though I could go on and on. Love you, mom. Uh, She asked who your favorite country artist was. Yeah. Your mom. Wow, that's impressive. Oh, and she says, "I just had an idea. Have your three nieces on together, but you couldn't cuss." (laughs) (laughs) Well, then he's out. (laughs) (laughs) You better tell them they can't cuss. That would be interesting. Okay. Oh, Casey Smith asked some questions. Of course, she asked 50 questions. Um, I can't. We're already at an hour 20, so I don't want to go on and on and on, but um, but I don't want to miss Casey's questions. Okay. And Casey, you know what? Okay, you, you, you fall in this boat, too. Casey got a cat this week, and I, she lives out in the country, and she said they needed a mouse to have a mice problem. I get that. But cats are terrible. Why do you want a cat? Why do you have a cat? Why do I have a cat? Yeah. Because I have a daughter. That's why I have okay. a cat. Otherwise, I would have no... If I didn't have any kids, I would have no pets whatsoever. Oh, but, I don't think that's true, but... Well, I mean, I, I might have a, a bird dog or whatever, but yeah. I would not have yeah. more than one animal yeah. and no obscure animals yeah. and definitely yeah. no cats. And I mean, I, so I, I, uh, I'm allergic to cats. Like, I'm bad allergic, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, my face swells up and, and I look like uh, Martin Short <laughs> on Pure Luck, you know? And... uh and my face swells up, and and uh, you know, it's just every my eyes start itching. I start sneezing, and, yeah. and everything like starts to shut down. So, and it's I'm very sensitive. Even like the smallest cat hair can can uh, change my my physical state. So, yeah. and I love going out to Casey's house. And now I see all these pictures of her and with the the cat, and like it's in the house, and it's all over the place. I'm like, well. Guess I'm never coming over there again. Yeah, so I'm down the front yard real quick. Give <laughs> yeah, me a lawn chair. Yeah. So cats are annoying. They first are. of all, that, it's the most well, annoying animal in the history of mankind. Yeah, or animal kind or whatever. <clears throat> They're terrible. Yeah. So sorry, Casey. I didn't mean to like, go off on that. She wants to know what's the worst word known to man, and why is it moist? <laughs> she said she hates that word moist. That word doesn't bother me, but and you know. Everybody knows my, my my hate relationship with the word literally. So I just think that's the terrible, terrible word. In the, I think it's just a filler word. What? Most people that don't really, they're not conversationalists. They use filler words like, and so, and literally, right. and oh my yeah. gosh, and blah, blah, blah. You know, right. I mean, whatever. People use words like that because true. everybody's in a hurry to say stuff, I right. think. And I got you. They just say, you know, yeah. filler words. <laughs> but I mean, I just that's a bad I hate it when they misuse it. I don't miss. I don't hate the word literally. I hate it when it's misused. Yeah. When it's used correctly, that's fine. But uh, you're known for bitching about the that, word literally. I know. I've literally been, known it, it, for bitching about the word literally. It has been uh, like a good five, six years now. I've been on the literally hate train, whatever. Yeah, you, like you don't have it. a love hate yeah. relationship. You I have, have a hate, hate relationship. Yeah, exactly. yeah. She says first cassette tape you bought on your own. First CD you bought on your own. Okay. Wow. I think the first cassette tape I ever bought on my own was the break into Electric Boogaloo (laughs) cassette. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So, um, I could be wrong on that, but I had a lot of cassettes. 
And the first CD I ever bought on my own, hmm. I remember buying a Color Me Bad CD at very, very early. And I remember buying R. Kelly in the public announcement, his first album. It was his first album. Buying that CD and Tupac's CD. I remember buying two, even though I had Tupac's tape, Tupac lives now, I went ahead and bought the CD um, when it came out. But you remember what your first tape was? Uh, you had, I remember what, ta- I remember one tape you had. You had Dawkins, yeah. <laughs> the cassette tape. I think the, are you talking about with your own money? Like, yeah, if you had a yeah. job and stuff? Uh-huh. I know it sounds really stupid, but I think it was either Joe Diffie or Kiss. I know that's a weird, like, yeah. total, complete opposite. <laughs> there was a, the Kiss had an yeah. album called Crazy Nights when cassettes were still in. Uh-huh. And they had this, I mean, it's a lot of good songs on it. I mean, it was probably a crappy album, like, as far as like critics <laughs> yeah. are concerned, but yeah. and then uh, Joe Diffie okay. uh, when he had the John Deere Green song, yeah. Brian Rest in I, peace, Joe Diffie. By the way, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, yeah, we jammed that. A yeah, lot. was Kiss a good musically? Were they good? Yeah, of course. Were they they're good. okay? Yeah, I never really, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're one of the most. I just didn't know if it was commercially more, successful. Now, there's no doubt about that. I'm just saying, you know, the I best band of I, all time, in my opinion, though. I mean, I don't want to get off on this tangent, but yeah. Queen. Is the best band of all time. Pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah I mean, pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Um, okay, good question, Casey. Uh, first CD with explicit on it, and it had to be of age to, and, and I had to be of age to buy. Man, because they didn't give you check. Like, I don't remember them even checking. No. Because I mean, we're talking about, we used to go to the mall to buy weapons. Yeah, I mean, so CDs either. are not a problem. <laughs> We're buying knives and ninja stars. Yeah. No one cared. Who gave a shit we if, we bought it, if we bought an NWA CD? You know? yeah. it was like, and that, that was, was the least. Yeah. NWA. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, a lot DJ of, Quick was another one. Yeah, DJ um, Quick, boy. Yep. I think DJ Quick was amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah, something like, I don't remember. That really didn't, because that really is never a barrier I had to cross, I don't no. think. So I don't remember it. No, and I mean, yeah. I, I don't feel like, I don't feel guilty about that because. I mean, I don't want to say it was pretty lax back in the day as far as, like, mm-hmm. asking for ID and stuff. Yeah. No, I don't it was so yeah. new that I don't know if they just didn't remember to ask for ID or no one gave a crap. Yeah, yeah I got I you. Yeah. yeah. So we just um, bought whatever. What about, I, I man, I remember, yeah. I don't remember anybody, I don't ever remember being told I couldn't get it. So, yeah, I don't know. Never. Um, we had our well, methods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's, what was your favorite? My favorite rom-com, and that is so easy. It's so easy for me, and I love rom-coms. Uh, most of them. I mean, I like, I'm not a, I like the uh, genre of romantic comedy, but The Breakup is my favorite. Love and I think it's, I think it's pretty well known. You're that that's in that movie. Favorite. Yeah, no, I think it's pretty well known. That, and I think you're in that movie. So that's the thing. Is, I think you're John Favreau. I like, uh, my favorite is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And that is a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Because that was the first time I saw, yeah. well, yeah. other than that 70s show, it's a, really the first Mila movie Kuna. that Mila Kunis oh, was in. Yeah. Whew, that's my, yeah. that's my celebrity pass. Yeah. Right I would there, drink Mila her bathwater, as I've said yeah. before. Yes, I would. That's my, uh, uh, everybody, my wife always says, oh, Channing Tatum. Well, mm-hmm. Mila Kunis is my celebrity. <laughs> kitchen pass so what about uh i also loved crazy stupid love was really good as a rom-com also um what's the, be notting like, hill was really yeah good there's too. critically acclaimed yeah, yeah. ones that are good but yeah. they're all cheesy yeah I they mean, are but notting just, hill was really really good too yeah. so uh there you go casey i like those um favorite series or movie you can always turn on 
just to have it on or just rewatch. I can always rewatch. The Office is, is uh, 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 true. I can do that one. But I can always watch The Gladiator. If it's really that or Troy, if it's on TV and I see it's on like in the channel, I have to. I have to just see what part it's on. I have to check the check, check it to see what part it is. Right. So I would say one of those movies and Breaking Bad, you know, if I'm ever like out of stuff to watch on Netflix or whatever, if I could just, I would sometimes now I just uh, randomly pick an episode. I don't even care. You've I'm reached the end of Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, those are like, those are some of my favorite TV shows or, or movies. Uh, she says, did you eat the rum balls? Yes, I ate the rum balls. That's a, you know what? I will say that story for when I have you on the show, Casey. But that's what also what I said you should name your cat. You posted on Facebook, what should we name the cat? I said you should name it Rumball. That's a sort of an inside joke between she and I. But we will let everybody in on that joke whenever she's uh, on the show. Um, what was the name of the restaurant across from Friendship Junior High School? And what was your order? Well, to me, it was, it was the Tiger's Den. Yeah, Tiger's Den, yeah. Yeah. And um, cheese fries. Man, I love their fries. They yeah. had the best fries and the best cherry limeade you've ever had in your life. Mm-hmm. But I also like they had like this grilled cheese sandwich or something. I think I remember getting all the time. I don't know, but they're fried French fries, man. They had yeah, the, the best. They were yeah. the crinkly ones, and mm-hmm. yeah, pretty good. That was man. That's classic. Uh, favorite singer or artist of all time? Of course, it's Joe C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me check my shirt real quick. <laughs> yeah, forgot to mention that he's wearing the Jodas T-shirt. You're gonna have to post a picture of that. On the- okay, yeah, I do have a I do have a Jodas T-shirt. Uh, they're my favorite, mm, but I do like other people. I do love um, Red Akins. I mean Travis Tritt, and I do love uh, Lucero. I mean Tally. That's funny. I was playing Lucero when you came in today. Yeah. yeah. There's too many to. Yeah. There's, I can't name it down, but I would uh, say favorite singer, or Ben Nichols of Lucero and Joe DeCy. My favorite singer of all time? And my favorite singer? Yeah. Like I love Mary J. Blige too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's the most talented singer that I've ever heard is mm-hmm. Drew Womack from Sons of the Desert. Remember him? No. Nope. I don't know if you remember him, but. No. Nope. Don't, yeah. don't know. He's singing for Lone Star now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, best Boys to Men song. Golly. That is so hard to see. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be just generic here, and I'm going to say it's it's end of the road, but One Sweet Day with Mariah Carey is pretty good. But end of the road, I'll make love to you, water runs dry, on bended knee, and it's so hard to say goodbye. That, that's in my order right there. So, I don't even have an order. I like yeah, all their songs. But yeah, they're all pretty Equally, good. Exactly. all their songs are awesome. Yep. But I'd say, I mean, obviously Motown Philly influenced me the most and got me, yeah. you know, hooked on sure. Most of Men listening yeah. to it. So ABC, BBD. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good song. Yep. She says, okay, okay, here's the caveat. You're in jail. Who do you call to bail you out? I will call probably Jamie Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what you're in jail for. Yeah, that's true. That how much it is. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'd probably call you. Who is with you in jail? Well, there ain't no girls that because it's yeah. probably Jamie Berry. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't call you. I can call you. I was like, hey, dude, come yeah. here. Hey, get over here. Yeah. We're in jail. <laughs> um, who got away? Ooh. Who would get. Like, if we were. I'll get. Hmm. 
Like who got away? Sneak. It's like if, if, if somebody like we got put in jail and somebody got away like for with us, like they oh, just got yeah. away with it. I mean, Brian Barry, Brian, <laughs> probably your brother Brian. If it was like, if it was like a toad situation, it's probably Brian. Yeah, or Zach. I mean, Paco would get taken to jail because he's just Hispanic. He's yeah. the only Hispanic guy, and that's the way it goes. It'd be Zach right? because he would talk people out of it. And then yeah. Zach would never go. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Zach yeah. Buchanan would get out of it. Yeah, and um, yeah, and at fault of being not white, Paco would go to jail. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. um, you and I would definitely go. Yeah, Brian or Zach would be got away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Um, and who already tweeted about it? Oh, uh, if I, if if who, whoever you? found out, no, <laughs> but if, I, if I found out, uh, like if whoever found out, um, no crap. I mean, I would really think like Casey would be the first one to tweet about it. Yeah. He'd probably set up a GoFundMe. She'd probably set up a GoFundMe page. <laughs> Yeah, Casey's a yeah. good friend to have. Yeah, in the, exactly. In the clutch. Yeah, I know. So yeah. Like, hey, my friends need help. They robbed a store. They're <laughs> doing twenty five with the L. Yeah, doing twenty five with the L. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, um, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna answer these from Scott Cody. What's the most frustrating thing about playing the Evans Eagles? Now, didn't let you know that Evans was a junior high in Lubbock that we played against. They were our rivals, um, and I don't remember playing them in football really, but. In basketball, they had the two Chad, Chad Elliott and the other guy. I can't remember his name. They were two. They were almost six four in uh, eighth grade, and it was hard, it was ever so tough to play against because both of those guys were good too. I mean, and they had like this. They had Rob Dean who was good on the wing, and they had this stupid little point guard. And he was man, he was like really not very good, but he he could make he could run the show. I guess what you're saying. I think his name was Scott. Um, that was the most frustrating thing because they didn't have any weaknesses. They were good everywhere, and then they were big, and we weren't that big against them. So if that's what you want, Scott Cody, we finished runner-up every year, 7th, 8th grade, 8th grade, and ninth grade. We finished runner-up to the Evans Eagles. But in ninth grade, in all fairness, we didn't even have Damon Harris. We finished runner-up to him. We didn't have Damon because Damon was playing on the varsity. So, yeah. That's the sole reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but so – do you have any insights on the? Oh no, I can't read that. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, Scott, appreciate that. I think I got one more question. We will wrap this up. Yeah, we're, I mean, hey, we're we're doing all right in time. Uh, Chris Miller sent in. Obviously, not in the right format. Um, not in the right format, but uh, he, he sent messages in on Facebook. I mean, on, on uh, Instagram, which that's okay. And. Let me look here. And he didn't even send it to the... Oh, yeah, he did. He sent it to the right account. <laughs> he says, uh, okay, would you want to be buried alive or drown? Oh, my gosh. What's up with the... Oh, man, damn. Mm. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Burned alive. Wow. Or drown. Oh, definitely drown. Yeah, I, definitely I, I could drown. never be burned. I, I, nah, I'm with... Um, that's it's, that's easy. But if it was buried alive or drowned... <laughs> I'd still pick drown. Yeah. yeah I mean, because you know, like, some of the worst pain you've ever experienced outside of, like, surgery and stitches and all yeah. that stuff, sports injuries, is yeah. a sunburn. Yeah. Can you imagine oh, man. being burned? Yeah, that would be bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, no way I would pick that. Yeah. Uh, if you could have dinner with any person not related to you, dead or alive, and why? Also, same premise, who would you skip dinner with? That would, that would most disagree. Hmm. 
atheist. <laughs> I know how it felt when Trent typed out geriatric millennial. <laughs> exactly, because I'm like, what is that? What does that even mean? Yeah, I know. Um, dinner with any person dead or alive? Oh, man. And, and it doesn't, it doesn't need to be a family member. I would like to have dinner with Otho or Sean, like my two grandfathers. But, um, wow. Wow, we. Who do, I mean, I would like to sit down with Howard Stern. I love him. And he's yeah. alive still, but I would yeah. sit down with Howard just to, even though I think he's kind of got, get, gotten grumpy in his old age, but. Haven't we all? That's true. So, or if they're dead, I would love to sit down with like, um, with like Nelson Mandela or something like that. Just to, man, damn, how did he do that? You know, that is amazing how he went through, <laughs> he was in prison for forever and he came out and he was president, you know? Yeah. And, um, so something like that. I don't know. I'd probably have to get that more, more thought. That's just coming off the top of my head, but, um, that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, he says beer pong bounce, yay or nay? Yes, it's a it is a legit move in beer pong. You can you can bounce it, and it's worth two cups. So, yes, it's an easy question for me. And uh, I don't even think I don't even think that's a. I, I don't. Yes, beer pong bounce is a legit rule. Yeah, you got to be paying attention. Yeah, exactly. If you're not paying attention, you get bounced. You on, get a bounce on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're exactly right, yeah. Jamie. Thank you. Um. <laughs> oh my god, I get this. Sort of an inside joke, but he says do garbage disposals need a decibel rating? <laughs> okay. I, I can get my anxiety can shoot out the roof if I get startled. Like if I get startled, I can get anxious like bad, real fast. And we were doing our fantasy draft at their house one time and I was sitting, I don't remember I said I was sort of close to the kitchen and Jessica just flipped on the garage the the, the garbage disposal and it sounded like a like a 450 it's not like a harley davidson really you know and i and it scared the shit out of me dude and i was like oh and then i was on edge for about an hour you know just like oh god and just and uh so everybody now thinks that's funny <laughs> so yeah there should be a low decibel rating like, hey you, can, you should be able to like turn your garbage disposal on levels yeah i agree okay thank you yes so there you go they need a decibel rating you're right chris i think i think uh like that should be like the part of the plans when you build your house, like it's, it's a, what do you call those rules? Like laws, like you have to have certain laws yeah. when you build a house. That's part of it. I think that should be part of it. You cannot have such a loud uh, garbage disposal. Silencer yeah. on the disposal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, smartphone world or pre-cellular Nokia world. I gotta go pre-cellular. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, easy. It is. I, I, Life was so much better. It, it was. You right, man. I'm stuck with this damn thing in my hand and, yeah. and, uh, all the time. It, you know, and everybody loves their phone. But, yeah. man, I just can go back to a time before a phone. Yeah. I mean, we thrived without cell phones in our generation. I mean, so I think. I don't know. It's kind of hard to take stuff away like that and then yeah. still thrive, but. I think if yeah. you grew up without one, yeah, and you have one now, if you were without it, you could survive. Yeah, well, easily, yeah, absolutely. So, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> he wants to know my friend Matthew, who is Matt Dishman. He says, 
My friend Matthew says Jaquan is from Lubbock. Can you confirm? And he used to say that, and nobody knows why, but Jaquan is, everybody in the club getting tips. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. You know that song? And I don't know where that came from, but Matt just would always say that Jaquan is from Lubbock, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. And there's a story behind that, and I don't know what it is, but I can confirm that Jaquan is not from Lubbock. Okay? So put that out there. Um, and... Yeah, I'm not gonna add it. So I think we've, we've we've done enough. So I mean, he wants he has asked me one more question, but I love it because he's that's Chris Miller when he said he said uh, I'm going to be mad if you cancel, which I try not to cancel. I only had canceled one time because it was uh, I screwed up on the recording and I didn't even know it uh, because you are my Friday workout partner now. All right, Chris. Well, while you're listening to this, boy, get them sets in, son. Get them gains in, boy. You got it. You got this, C Mill. So. Do some, uh, do that thigh machine. I would love to see you do that thigh machine right now. Get on that thigh, thigh thing, boy. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, I believe that's all my questions, man. I think I got them all in. I don't know if I missed you. I'm so sorry. That's a lot of questions, but I love it. That's what I love. And I love that you, um, all you listeners that emailed your questions in. Alexis, thank you for emailing in. What's up, girl? Yeah, the new listener. That's so awesome. I, I love so that. Awesome. Love oh, man. Okay. Jamie, man, thanks for sitting in, just riding, yeah. riding, riding a shotgun with me today and Enjoyed tonight, it. man. It's fun, always fun. I love it. You, yeah, man. You Absolutely. are. Absolutely. You're, you're uh, yeah. You're no man yet, but you're, I'll get there. You're right, you're right on Robin Quiver's level, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's a lot prettier than me. Nah, she is pretty hot, but um, she gets on my nerves though. But whatever. Anyway, brother, thank you. I appreciate it. Once again, folks, uh, you can find me on Instagram, win, lose, or tie, uh, and email the show, win, lose, or tie podcast at gmail.com. And um, I hope you had fun with this episode, and we'll see how this goes. This may be something that I do normally here in the future, just roll solo. If I can have a special guest on, I would do that. Of course, my mom wants, to have my sis- wants me to have my sister on, so I'll have to do that. I was going to do that anyway, Mom and Kippy. But, uh, it's over, dude. Kippy needs to She needs to be in the chair. Yeah. All right. see. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, that's it, man. That's it. That's all I've got. The solo edition, Freestyle Friday. I hope everybody has a great week and a great day whenever you listen to this. Jamie, anything? Any parting words you got? No. No? I mean, I don't guess so. <laughs> you don't got any words of wisdom for anybody? Oh, no? I got plenty of words of wisdom. <laughs> we don't have enough time. Okay, man. All right. Well, as I ended all my phone calls in the 90s, Peace!